Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray you are well. Happy feast of the baptism of our Lord. You know, with this feast, the Christmas season officially comes to an end. And tomorrow begins ordinary time, which which is really interesting because it's um, we don't always begin the first week in ordinary time, but but this year we do. Um, so, but of course, um, we know that there is nothing really ordinary about ordinary time, because every day that the Lord has given to us is 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 really extraordinary, because it's is all sustained by grace and all sustained. Um, by God's love, and it's only possible because it's given to us, given to us as a gift. And so today on this Feast of the Baptism of our Lord, I want to share with you um, a little bit about um, why it's so important to us. You know, as you know, this, this ministry is called Beloved Son Ministry, which really um, is rooted and inspired and and influenced um, by by this by the baptism of our Lord in which God the Father um, says to God the Son Jesus you know you are my beloved Son and with you I'm well pleased and in addition to to this um, event of Jesus's life the other um, important, um, I guess, theme or or influence of 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 this ministry really is the parable of the prodigal son, which which you can see all over the all over the website and and all over the um, the talks and reflections. But but today I want to focus on, um, of course, because it's the feast, but but also because of our namesake, that of of the beloved Son Ministry, which is the baptism of our Lord, and so focusing on on what the Father says to the Son. He says, "You are my beloved Son, and with you I'm well pleased." You know, God the Father publicly affirms the identity of Jesus as son, as beloved son. And, you know, everyone there heard it. Everyone there must have witnessed it. And not only that, but 
but they saw the Holy Spirit descend in a way that that was perceptible to their senses in in, in a manner of a dove. And some say, well, well, how 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 do you know, and how can you say that people witnessed it? Well, didn't you know Luke? Luke wrote it. Or at least Luke heard from close apostles or close disciples that this is what happened. There are eyewitness accounts, right? and that's why they're written down. So, so Jesus' identity was publicly affirmed. So people who were there knew that Jesus was the Son of God, the Son of the God the Father. And that he, along with, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, together are one. And it's such an important, important um, day for for the people and for us today, so many years later, because it reveals to us the special relationship that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit shares. Right? There are three persons in one God. And they were all at the at the very beginning. And there was not a time when one was not. And that's a great mystery of the Trinity. But focusing more on God the Son today, on this feast of the baptism of, of the Lord. You know, you are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. You know, Jesus really did not have any need to be baptized because he had no sin. He had no sin, but yet he chose to be baptized because that's what he needed, needed to do. It was part of his mission that he was in complete solidarity. He was one with all humanity. And so he baptized, so that he got baptized to show that he was one with them. But moreover, even foreshadowing, really, what baptism does, right? It... It, it washes away sin, not 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 just you know, um, figuratively or metaphorically, but but really, it cleanses the soul of the stain of of original sin. But of course, you know, as as human beings, we we still have concupiscence, we still have a tendency to sin because although it was wiped away, the effects are still there, right? But but that's beside the point because with Jesus' baptism and with Jesus' sacrifice, we have eternal life. You know, we have been born into new life. By our baptism, we have been made new, a new creation in Christ. We've become sons in the sonship of Christ because Jesus the Son of God, and because He was baptized, we too share in His Sonship. And that's why we can say that we too are the beloved sons and daughters of God, the Father. And so, we really think about that. That's really something very amazing, how, how as human beings... We can dare claim this title. We can only claim it because it has been given to us. We have been given it to us by our Lord Himself, who says, who taught us to call God our Father. Right? And so this is not just something that we 
um, chose for ourselves because we want to feel good, but we dare call ourselves God's beloved because Jesus himself taught us to call God our Father. And so, and so, what does it mean to be a beloved son or a beloved daughter? It means that, one, of course, we are loved. We have been loved with an everlasting love, a love that can never be taken away, a love that, that, that isn't earned, but that is freely given, freely given to us by God. That's it. You know, Henry Nouwen, Father Henry Nouwen, which has been such a great inspiration to me, he, he, he has a book called Life of the Beloved. And in it, he talks about how becoming the beloved really um, has four main verbs, which um, providentially is, are, are the same ones, the same four verbs that, that we hear in the Eucharistic prayer. Right, which is, you know, bread that is t taken, blessed, broken, and given. That how each one of us, we too, our lives too, are taken or chosen, how it's blessed, how it's broken, and then how it's given. And so Father Nowen describes the life of the beloved with those four words. Taken, blessed, broken, and given. And I won't get into all of what he says in here, but maybe we can do so in a different reflection. But, but as, as beloved sons and daughters, and Jesus himself, he was taken, he was chosen by God, right? He was blessed. He was broken. He, was, he suffered. But then in his suffering and death, his life was given, given for all given so that all may have life. And so that's the life of the beloved, according to Father Henry Nowen. And you know, the second part of what God the Father said to Jesus was that, with you I am well pleased. I think that's so important for all of us to know too, is because we are loved, we are the beloved, not because of anything we do, anything we say or anything we have but we but God calls us his his beloved because that's who we are God loves us because we are his children that's it you know and, and this means that no sin no failure no wrongdoing no weakness nothing can keep God from loving us even in our woundedness and in our brokenness, we are God's beloved. Isn't that amazing that, that yet it's hard for us to love ourselves sometimes and it's hard for us to love others sometimes even because of our sinfulness, because of our weaknesses, because of, of our brokenness. But yet... The perfect love that Christ has come to give to us is a love that transcends all that. It's a love that, that looks at us, looks and sees our brokenness, looks and sees our weaknesses, looks and sees our woundedness and says, I still love you. 
and I still call you my beloved. My brothers and sisters, that's who we are. We are God's beloved. Not because of any merit on our part, but because of the merit of Christ, the merit of God himself. He loved us so much that he was willing to become man and suffer and die. So no, we are not worthy. But love isn't earned and we don't need to be worthy to be loved. God just loves us. And in the same way, I think for parents, you know, you you love your children no matter what they do, right? Sometimes they may get on your nerves. They may they may um do or say things that sometimes really hurt you. But when all is said and done, your love for them never ceases. Your love for them never changes. And if we as human beings do that, how much truer is it for our Heavenly Father to love without conditions, love without end? But that's the truth. The truth is that God loves us no matter what. So my brothers and sisters, on this Feast of the Baptism of our Lord, may we always remember that God calls us His Beloved. No matter where we are in our life journey and on our journey of faith, no matter how many times we may have messed up or have failed or have fallen, God's love for you will never change. God continues to love you, and He always will. So let us never forget that, and let us now dare to love Him back. Love Him back by, by living out our lives as a beloved, by living our lives, telling other people how much they're loved by God. And I think that is what we ought to do. The life of the beloved is a life that embraces that identity, knowing that God loves you no matter what, and in turn, loving others in the same way, and telling them and showing them that they too are the beloved, and that no matter what they do or what they say, however bad or good, won't change God's love for them. My brothers and sisters, may we always live the life of the beloved. May God bless you and Mary keep you, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.